0: Hello, welcome back to On The Air with Brett and Claire. As y'all heard in last week's episode, this diagnosis has been pretty jarring for the both of us, so this week we thought we'd share how we've gotten through all of this, um, just emotionally, and hopefully at least one person will walk away from this episode with a new perspective or just some tips on how to handle all the things that life inevitably throws at all of us. Before we get into that, though, we realized we really didn't talk much last week about how Brett is doing now and just the steps that he is going to have to take next. So let's do a quick update and then we'll go ahead and jump into the meat and potatoes of this episode. So Brett, you want to talk about how you're feeling now and kind of what is going to happen going forward?
1: Yeah, so basically I got through the surgeries like we talked about in the story and we were just waiting on my oncologist to call which they did and then um she referred us over to a like specialist and then that specialist referred us over to another guy and then that doctor finally got in touch with us or we got in touch with them and we had an appointment and things went really well he explained everything like in great detail and um we got or really we're just waiting for him to Contact us back. I think he's trying to get insurance approved, right, Claire? Right. Okay, yeah, so that's it. Um, and then we're just waiting to hear back from them, schedule our um, starting stuff, and get ready to start treatment, which it is proton therapy, just so people know. it's Basically, it's, it's radiation, but it's like a targeted radiation. Um, they can program it to go to the exact spot they want, and then wherever it stops, there's not much, like, radiation around that spot. So it's pretty high tech and it's good for stuff in the brain. So it makes me feel more comfortable because I'm not going to just have radiation going straight through me and I shouldn't have any uh, side effects, which I'm excited about because that did not sound fun at all. But yeah.
0: So how have you been feeling lately since the second surgery?
1: Physically, I feel pretty normal except for my vision. And that is a little frustrating. I still have Depending on the spot I look at, like some pretty severe double vision, but it's slowly but surely going away. I do have some exercises my physical therapist has given me that are honestly really helping. I think you've been able to see kind of like I tell you kind of what's better every day.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So I'm trying to get like excited about those little things. But other than that, I'm doing good. And then like mental health wise, I think I'm doing a lot better. I'm kind of just realizing like I think I'm really just processing what all of this gave me as far as like realizations about my emotions and everything and i think i'm processing things that i've been feeling for a long time but i just kind of hid from and so that's been nice and i'm really excited to see where that goes cuz i feel like i'm really starting to kind of grow and it's things are getting more positive now so i feel good
0: well, on that note let's get into our little tips on how to handle situations like this and just what we've been doing to try and ease the pain of this horrible situation all of these points that we're about to go over are much easier said than done and they really aren't anything special but it's just what has been working for us lately so hopefully they work for one of you out there who may be going through a similar situation or just any hard life situation at all so on that note let's go ahead and get into our first point which is communication
1: yeah. So communication, I would say, especially during this whole thing has been really important and communication, not only about like, I just, just like the workings of everything, but like how are each doing, like our emotions, like, are you doing okay? Cause like there was so much overwhelming stuff that you really got to let the other one know, like, Hey, I'm not doing okay today. All right. I'm, I can handle this for us. You know, like that's important. I think, I think a lot of people just like overlooked that, but I don't know. What do you think about it? How do you feel like you, you were communicating best during the whole thing?
0: I just feel like by trying to be honest with one another um, throughout this whole situation was just really important. Because you can't process things together if mm-hmm. the other person doesn't like know how you're actually feeling. Yeah. And even in any situation, like it's just important to check in with your friends and just communicate your feelings to someone. Because if you keep it all bottled in... Like, it's just going to explode one
1: day, and nobody wants that. It's the worst part, too, when you're, like, on the other end of, like, your partner, and, like, they blow up on you. Because then, like, you kind of, if you didn't see it coming, you're just like, whoa, like, what just happened? And, like, what do we do now? Like, because that just happened, you know, and you just kind of have to deal with it. So I feel like constantly communicating, like, is so important because, like, there's, it's kind of like over communication is better than no communication.
0: You yeah, know? definitely.
1: But I think that we definitely learned in this situation, like... You really got to let that person know. But yeah, what you said, be honest about your emotions. I think that's hard to like do actually. And I think I learned how to be as honest as possible, like about emotions during this. And like, I don't know. It's like, you kind of want to hide that stuff because like in this situation for you, at least, like, I felt like we were trying to be strong for each other, you know? And yeah. If you aren't completely honest like you got to hide your emotions you know because then otherwise you you kind of think like one of your emotions will make you feel like appear weak to like your you know your significant other or whatever and it's like you want to you find yourself hiding it's weird I don't know It was so weird to experience that but
0: sometimes it's also hard just to even know what emotions you're feeling and I think talking about just any type of feeling that you have with someone else can be really helpful. Just so you're aware on your own of like what those emotions even are. Cause sometimes you really don't realize it until you start to talk to someone and just kind of get the words out.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as communication, there's not too much to it. Honestly, it's pretty straightforward. Just communicate how you're feeling, like be honest and do it as frequently as you can. I mean, that's the hardest part is frequency and finding that real honesty and not just kind of I guess manufacturing a feeling to like hand off and go yeah this is how I'm feeling just to kind of like guard and protect and you know make sure like make the other person not feel it like it's kind of important for the other person to know how you're feeling because like they may need to process something for themselves you know that they wouldn't otherwise if they thought you were in a weaker state I don't know that makes sense
0: yeah yeah like we said all of these things we're talking about are pretty straightforward um but, again, they're easier said than done. So everybody's probably heard all these things a million times. But if you do them, I mean, they really do help. So
1: Yeah, they're. I mean, they're not, like, super, like, complicated or, like, mind-blowing things. Like, they're not new at all. It's just, like, we just sat down one evening and we just kind of were talking about, like, man, I can't, like, what did we even do to, like, get through this? Or we were just thinking about it. And we kind of just wrote down a couple things and figured let's make that into our next podcast, you know?
0: Yeah, because honestly, in any hard situation, like you have to do something, like whether it's negative or positive, like you do something to deal with the emotions.
1: Yeah, I feel like we actually, I don't know, we kind of had our stuff together. I feel like we actually really, at least intended, I feel like you did a lot better because you do have like, you're in therapy, you know, you've been in therapy longer than me. And like, you kind of had more, I guess, just coping things going on. And you, I think you knew better what to do. And I kind of took your lead a lot on stuff, to be honest.
0: Yeah, which that brings us to our next point, which is not being afraid to ask for help, which I feel like I struggle with this one a lot um, because I tend to feel like I have to handle things without outside help. Like I should be strong enough to handle it all on my own. Um, But there's really nothing wrong with needing help. And whether that's from a friend, a family member, like just needing someone to talk to or needing help with actual household activities or literally anything or needing therapy like there's just nothing wrong with it and outside help can be really beneficial
1: yeah it sucks to ask for help Um, especially like in a therapy setting like I I think I talked about it last episode but I almost felt like bad for going back but it was like I really needed to I really needed it I needed someone to talk to and help me process through these things because I just had so much going on But, yeah, and then also I was so helpless during all this that it was, like, I really had to learn how to ask for help from Claire. And it was weird. Like, I felt weird not being able to do things for myself. But, like, I was, like, I was out of commission. Like, I was not doing good. And, I mean, I had no choice. Like, Claire had to do stuff for me. So I really had to learn how to ask for help. But, yeah, I think emotionally, too, like, I think the way to ask for help emotionally, like, while in these situations if you're just not doing good kind of going back to honesty like be honest that you're not doing good and then like if you really want the help because you don't always we don't always need help or want help in emotional crisis but um if you want it like ask for it you know say i'm not doing good and like i think i need help like i don't know what to do and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that especially in a like really crazy situation
0: I would say don't be afraid to ask for help because most of the time, like people genuinely want to help you if you're going through just any type of situation, like the people that care about you, like they want to be there for you and they want to help you. So if you need that help, I mean, ask them.
1: Yeah, you're right. People really do want to help. That's kind of what we realized too throughout this. Like everyone is like, oh, hey, how can I help? Like what, what's going on? And like in any way, like people just want to help. Like, they kind of don't know how to help, though. Like, you have to kind of, like, you have to tell them, like, how you need help. I don't even think we knew how we needed help exactly, you know?
0: And it can be overwhelming, like, when you are offered so much help and you don't even know what to do with it. Um, But I think in those moments, just think if there is anything. And if there's not, then okay, that's fine. But I think a big part of this is just being aware that, like, it's okay to ask for help,
1: and if you do need it,
0: then ask for
1: it. I guess there's all there's asking and there's accepting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. People asked if we needed help. We didn't even ask for the help. And then I don't think we really knew how to accept all the time. It was just kind of odd. It's odd to not feel like you need help, even though you're going through a lot of crazy stuff. So it was just odd to be asked for help and us not even know what could be of help, you know?
0: All right, let's go ahead and move on from the asking for help section because it's just a complicated one. Like, you just got to do whatever you feel is right, but just
1: know that help is out there um, if you need it. I don't think it's that complicated. I think it's just more just ask for help. That's it. Just ask for help and see where it goes.
0: Yep, there you go. All right, next point. This one is just trying to focus on the positives of the situation um we're making jokes kind of about how horrible it is because I mean it it obviously isn't an ideal situation but we have found a lot of good things out of this and I think for Brett like it would have been so easy for him to fall into kind of a victim mindset during this whole thing
1: I kind of wanted to like in a way like I almost kind of wanted to be like the person that's like oh you know this happened to me and I kind of it almost like you get the like it's almost like I got a brain tumor card right and I could just play it for anything it would be like oh I don't want to deal with this like I have a brain tumor or I had a brain tumor whatever and like I don't feel like I did that I felt like I consciously didn't want to be that person and I think Claire noticed that I, I hope she noticed that I hope I wasn't doing that but
0: no definitely not um
1: yeah, I think the biggest thing, and honestly, I'm not even saying that, I don't think we're saying that we were positive the whole time either, because we, honestly, we weren't. Like, there was moments where we were super worried or scared and, like, not positive, honestly, and, like, that's okay, too. You're not going to just perfectly avoid those things, and it's, I mean, you have to feel all your emotions. You can't just avoid even the bad emotions, but...
0: Yeah I don't even think it's a good thing to be positive Like it's a bad situation And you do have to acknowledge that at some point
1: Yeah and like you're gonna feel negative emotions And like that is part of it you know And it's okay And honestly part of this for me was figuring out How to deal with those negative emotions in a healthy way Or just accept them you know That was really hard to figure out Because it just didn't feel normal I wanted to run away or like hide or something you know Like it just doesn't feel like It's not a normal thing to accept those like that so I mean, but yeah, f- focusing on the positives. First of all, you have to find the positives sometimes, because they're not very apparent. But like once you, and I kind of learned this in therapy is like once you get your your brain kind of going in that direction, intentionally, it seems that you just kind of pick up and you just un or like subconsciously notice these positives more often. You know, I would say for me like an unknown like a positive that wasn't really. I didn't know about until kind of after all this because just I think I had to go through it first was like the way I was thinking before seemed so just not even worth my time afterwards. It just like the things I worried about and all that were just seemed like a joke when I got through all of this because it was like your life could end at any point and now you're just you're worried about like these dumb things like I don't know it just was so weird to get hit by that, you know? And then it's like, okay, well then what do I really need to be worrying about? And like, in a, you know, that was probably the most positive thing because it was like, I got to, I got to figure out like why I was kind of a little upside down coming into this. Like my emotions were not in a great place before all this. I was really feeling kind of burned out and not good with just what, with my life. And yeah, I mean, surprisingly, a brain tumor is what kind of helped me find a new path and something new to look forward to. And, like, that's extremely positive in my book. Yeah, I
0: mean, it really was, like, a near-death experience. Yeah. I mean, you didn't almost die, but, like, you easily could have, you know? So I think it puts a lot of things into perspective after you go through something like that.
1: Yeah, I think it really, that, it's like I could be, basically, it could not be the same, basically, if a surgery went wrong. I think that really set in on the second surgery, the first surgery, I kind of thought about it, but I wasn't too worried. But the second surgery was like so big that I was like, oh, this could go really bad and not even due to the surgeon's fault, just like something happens. And like, I'm just permanently not the same anymore. And that scared me. And I was almost like worse than death for me in a weird way. But I don't know that it was so real at that point. And that's, I don't know, it didn't, I never felt like super worried about death, just more worried about permanently not being myself. But yeah, that really started to shake me up and I started seeing different things and kind of was forced to be positive at that point. Otherwise, it was just going to get way too negative and dark.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to keep pushing forward and not blame the world or God or just anyone like for your situation. I mean, you can feel sad or mad or any emotion about it but at some point like if you really want to start feeling better you gotta focus on some positivity even if it's fake (laughs) like you just gotta act like you feel positive until you do I think
1: I kind of know what you mean I feel like I was when I really started trying to be more positive I was looking for pretty small like I was okay with like grasping on to small positivity like little tiny things
0: Sometimes that's all you can do. Like sometimes there's not I, I a lot that's of positive things that you can be happy about.
1: No, it's, it's really hard to find them if you're not, especially if you're not used to it. Like it's not a thing you just do. It can be very difficult to just all of a sudden start finding them, especially in such a dark place. You know, I kind of felt that like that's where I was at. Like it was just like, oh, I have to find a new way to look at life and like figure this out. Otherwise, I'm just going to lose it. But I mean, that's really all I have on focusing on the positives.
0: And we're not here to say anyone who's sad or been through something horrible is wrong or anything like that.
1: We felt all that. Yeah.
0: And that's totally normal. And it's easy to sit here and say like, oh, just be happy. Focus on the positives. But I think we just mean, like Brett was saying, like just searching for happiness in the smaller things and just trying to cling to any little piece of joy that you can and not be overrun by the negative emotions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy. It's hard. But you get better at it. It's a practice thing for sure.
0: And we're still learning every day. We got a long road ahead still. The last thing we kind of wanted to talk about was just being easy on yourself.
1: Yeah, that's a big one I've learned. Oh, my goodness. I've always been so hard on myself about everything. I don't even know why. It's just like I want – I almost want to be perfect at everything, even if I've never done something And I'm learning to be easy with myself, even on this podcast, like it's hard and you listen to so many podcasts and it sounds easy and you go do it and it's like, oh my gosh, this is difficult. But during all this, it's like, we went through so many things, especially new things. It's like, you gotta be easy on yourself. And like, I didn't necessarily always like eat the best. Like I got, I'm an emotional eater. And of course, during a very emotional time, like I found myself having some emotional meals, you know, and I had to be easy on myself even for that stuff, you know, and go, hey, like you're, you're gonna slip up, you know, and that's okay. And you can't beat yourself up. Like when the world is literally beating you down at the same time, you know, it's just, I don't know. It was just kind of a big realization. And my therapist started this with me. It was just like, hey, just like, let yourself, let it be okay. Like if you mess up, it's not the end of the world, you know? And that was a big thing that I feel like I just never had tried. So yeah, that was a cool little um thing I think that we did pretty good at during this actually
0: yeah we're all too hard on ourselves all the time and hard on each other like people are always going through something and sometimes you just gotta be easy on yourself and easy on one another
1: yeah I guess in a broader sense that is true it's like you don't know what someone's been through or what they're currently going through and we always act like everyone should almost be like robotic you know what I mean like you you expect everyone to be this like perfect little customer service robot but it's like we all go through stuff and like even in a normal day like you may just feel off you know but yeah just be gentle on yourself and be gentle on others because like life is way too short that's like the biggest thing i've learned through having a brain tumor is like i thought i had all this time and like time to think and plan and then all of a sudden it was like oh like now you got to deal with this and like it just stopped and paused our whole lives and it was like, oh, yeah, this life is not as long as you thought it was. Or, like, you don't necessarily have all the time you thought you had. And it was just... I don't know. It was just eye-opening to realize.
0: Yeah, you really just never know.
1: Yeah. No, not at all. But, yeah, I think... Staying positive. Being easy on yourself. What was the first? Communication. That was Those are all... I think those are pretty big ones. I don't... Like, obviously they're not like we said they're not like these crazy new things that like we came up with that are innovative or anything it's just simple things that like i think are overlooked and like people don't i just don't think people like do the simple stuff like they don't think to do the simple things first like they kind of overlook it and then i think things just kind of get out of proportion because they're not attending to the small thing.
0: Yeah. Most people think there's just some big thing they can do and all their problems will be cured. But really it's just like these little steps and, you know, a lot of others to get going in the direction of feeling better.
1: Like we haven't even been married long. Like we're about to be married for three years. And I think one of the biggest things I've learned is like the smallest, like you just said, like the small things are really what are important. And like you're not like I don't know I think everyone thinks they're going to be such an amazing husband or wife but it's like each day is like a new day you know like you got to do you got to be a good person and like you got to do the small things and attend to all those otherwise like things can go into chaos really quick just because something you just let something you know go off and grow and fester and then it becomes a way bigger thing than it needed to be does that make sense
0: yeah you just have to work at it And, like, in life, you have to work on being happy. Like, most people every day are not just happy all the time, you know? Like, everyone is going through things and life is hard. So, it's just a continual battle of trying to find positivity in things and trying to be happy even in the midst of dark situations.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's much easier to be dark and to be in a not-good, like, headspace.
0: Definitely. And we've both been there, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, and we kind of, like, flirted with that a little bit during all this. You know, like, you you almost want to give up and, like, be this darker person and not feel as strong. You know what I mean? Because you feel like you have to, like, you have to be strong almost. Like, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And it's easy to fall into that. But I feel like we've done a pretty good job of, you know, doing all these things we're talking about.
1: Um. So, like, in those moments, though, like, when you're not feeling, like, tip-top, like, what would you say, like, you if you catch it, like, what do you normally do to, like, feel better again? Because I feel like that's the hard part, right? Is, like, once you catch yourself in those moments, it's, like, how do we get back? Because, I mean, it's really hard to get back sometimes. Do you like, do you have things that you've done or do?
0: Yeah, I mean, aside from all these things, I think finding little activities that you can do are very helpful like my therapist told me to draw these mandalas and I was like oh my gosh I can't draw this is gonna be horrible and it did turn out pretty horribly but it helped no they look good it wasn't it wasn't great I'm no artist for sure but she told me that that's just getting all my ugly emotions out (laughs) (laughs) it shouldn't be like a pretty thing because they're not pretty emotions And she may have just been saying that to make me feel better, but it did make me feel better. So, I think that's a fun thing to do, just to kind of get your mind off of it. And it's kind of meditative. And also yoga. I've been slacking on that a lot, but yoga really does help me a lot.
1: Yeah, yoga will whoop your butt.
0: Yeah, it's hard, but it's fun. and. I don't know. It helps me get out of my thoughts for a little bit and focus on something different and just get a lot of
1: energy out. No, it definitely gets energy out. We were kind of talking about that today. It's like you have, you can have like these buildups of like negative energy or like anxious energy. And it's like sometimes doing something like yoga or a lot of people work out or go on a walk or a run or something.
0: Yoga's a workout.
1: No, I know. I'm just saying like workout, like a gym workout, but yeah, like, getting that energy out somehow, whether, you know, in a physical way, like, can really be helpful, surprising. Like, you kind of don't think about it, but, like, I don't know, a lot of times when you're not feeling well, like, doing something physical is really important. And I don't, I don't think we do it enough, and that is something I would really like to improve on.
0: What do you feel like are some little things that you do when you're feeling like that? Like, just apart from all the, you know, normal things, just some activities,
1: I'm not much of like an activities person. Like I can be, but like, that's not really my route. And I know not everybody's that way, you know, but like, I don't know. I, I usually try to just like step back for a moment and just kind of just like realize where I'm at. Just like, am I doing okay? Like, is everything okay right now? What's the situation? Cause I feel like sometimes I get so caught up with these emotions and not feeling a certain way that I forget like what the context of it all is. And I guess just trying to like, I hate the word but like just validate like your bad emotions like and it's okay that you're feeling that way for what just happened to you you know like that's okay to do and I think it helps kind of just level you out a little bit you know you don't feel so like bad about it if that makes sense like at least that's how I feel yeah and I think journaling too is a great one surprisingly yes I I always thought journaling was like so corny and kind of dumb but then like I started doing it and, um, yeah, it really helps. Cause like you create a whole other, like dimension of your thought. Like you can look down at your thoughts and like read them and like there's your thoughts and then there's you and you can think about your thoughts clearly. And I don't know, it's actually really helped me to kind of see what I'm thinking. Cause sometimes I'll write something too, that like, as I'm writing it, I'm like, is that what I mean? And then I write the sentence and I'm like, I think that's like a better way to say it, you know, like it just kind of surprises you, I think. Do you have those moments? I feel like I have those way too much where I like start writing something and I'm like, is that really how I feel? But yeah, I think journaling actually surprisingly is a good way to get some of that emotion out. But I think it's all about alleviating the buildup of your emotion. Even even good emotion sometimes can build up and you can get like way too excited or something, you know, and like good and bad, like there's a fine, I think there's a balance to be had in life. And, but you have to experience all of it. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, for sure. But I think all these things we've talked about, I don't know. I mean, they may not work for everyone. It's just what we've been doing. It's been working for us.
1: And I'm sure there's others that we haven't even put on here or. Oh, for sure. And maybe we'll have another (laughs) episode about what to do and survive. But
0: yeah, this is literally just how we've been surviving.
1: And we just wanted to talk about it. I know. It's just one of the topics we thought about. That's it. Yeah. We're still learning how to come up with topics too. I I think we're trying to be very apparent is what we're getting at. Like we're trying to learn how to do this and be ourselves during this podcast. And part of that is just, we need to be like open about things like how we're feeling. And if we're struggling, you know, like that's just part of it.
0: And speaking of coming up with topics, we do have an Instagram now. Um, it's, on the air with brett and claire so feel free to follow us and
1: we've got a couple followers already
0: yeah we do shout out all y'all and yeah feel free to leave a comment on our latest post um and give us some ideas on what y'all want to hear from us
1: yeah let us know what you're thinking uh what do you want to hear from us in the future and also maybe even some like constructive criticism like what do About the previous episodes, good or bad.
0: Yeah, please be gentle, though.
1: Like, we want to be open, but we also want you guys to be open. But yes, we do not want rude people we don't like rude people
0: <laughs> yeah we're new at this we're learning we'll get better we know there's some audio issues we know we may talk in circles a little bit
1: but at the end of the day this is just a fun hobby for us so yeah we don't get paid at all to do no this. absolutely not so okay. I don't even so. know if we will ever get paid to do this but who cares yeah we don't care we're just we've wanted to do this for so long and we're doing it and that is all there is to it. Cause we've found, and that's one of the things about the situation is like we realize we don't have time to like wait around and wait for our, our things we want to do to just happen. Like we have to make them happen and we don't get the luxury of just sitting around waiting for that special moment. It's like, if you want something, you just have to go for it. Whether it's, you feel like it's a good time or not, you know, you just do these things and like figure it out as you go along. We're
0: learning every day. Um, Me too. And I hope y'all are as well. So thank y'all for listening to this. Hopefully somebody out there got something out of it.
1: Got nothing. Let us know too. Yeah. Because then we'll be better. We'll have to learn to be even better.
0: Yeah. Feel free to (laughs) leave us a review though. Follow us on Spotify. I think this is the only place we're on right now. We're working on getting on Apple, iHeartRadio, all the major platforms. But for now, give us a follow on Spotify. Leave a five-star review only. Nothing less than that, please.
1: Even if you leave a bad comment, leave a (laughs) five-star.
0: Yeah, just make it five stars and then say what you have to say in the comment section of the review. But thank y'all out there to anyone who is listening to this. And follow us on Instagram. And be ready next Wednesday for our... Our show. Yeah. (laughs) For our show. Our so
1: very special show.
0: Yes. All right.
1: Bye, everybody.
0: Bye.